Episode 99, Disney World Success. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we empower you to reach your healthy weight goals with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the ladies who've tried it all. If you struggle with obesity or being overweight, you're tired of endless dieting and never reaching your goals and just plain tired with life, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzan. Let's get this episode started. Hello there, ladies. You can tell in my voice, we are back fresh from Disney World. It was the most magical experience, truly magical, and a surprise trip for my five-year-old. She did not know it was coming. We did it all up. Let me just put it that way. (laughs) This is a mom who took her older daughter after years of saving to Disney and turned out she was a little bit too old and not about the princesses. So my lovely mother and I planned the most amazing trip. My parents were so kind to take us. We planned out every surprise, every character meet and greet, every princess thing you could do. And Eliza is such a little thrill seeker that like she's just 44 inches. So she could do almost all the rides and she laughed so hard and her face just lit up looking at the princesses. We woke her up the morning and we told her we were going to breakfast (laughs) and she ended up at Disney. I said to my husband, I think like moms deserve this or, you know, grown up women because I don't know. Can you imagine waking up thinking you're going to breakfast and having a surprise vacation that's just the vacation of your dreams? And I want to help you all with having success at Disney because this is a discussion that we have had in my weight loss coaching groups for years. There's a funny thing about Disney that occurs that everybody says it's just like a treat of palooza. <laughs> right? It's all treats. It's all Disney. I mean, what's a girl to do, right? We did a quote to the trip for my daughter. She's hilarious, this child. I mean, I am not even kidding you how funny she is. She comes out with stuff because she has older siblings that you're just like, what? For this episode, here's what I want you all to think. When you plan a Disney trip, one of her funniest quotes was, hey man, you're messing with the wrong princess. Hey man, you're messing with the wrong princess. And here's why. If you are working on getting healthy and losing weight, Disney does not have to be an exception to that. I would like you to know one key point. I did not bring a scale. I didn't quote unquote diet while I was there. I did not do perfectly. I ate things that I don't always eat. And from the day I left to the day I came back, my weight was within one pound. I think it was maybe like 0.4 off. I didn't gain any weight at Disney. Now, if you're looking to actively lose weight, I'm going to give you some next level suggestions. But I think even if you can come back from Disney at the same weight, you are so much further ahead for the future. So the first key, I think, if you would like to have success at Disney is to get real about your goals. And I would recommend the goal of just maintaining the weight while you're there, because I think that's pretty simple. If you're ready to step it up and you're super motivated, I can help you do that. I'll give you a couple extra hints on this episode. But in general, I think set yourself up for success. 
hey man, you're messing with the wrong princess. This princess is showing up for fun. This princess is showing up for all of the magic. And this princess is in for it. Don't make it like the dieting princess while you're there. You're likely going to bail by day two. But in that space, you can absolutely practice energized dating at Disney. And that will help you create success. So as we practice through Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss, right, my lively lady club, the School of Weight Loss podcast, all the above, we practice energized dating. It fits any scenario. And Disney is no exception. In fact, I would share with you that I was surprised by how easy that was to create at meals at Disney. Here's why. When you look at energized eating, right, which is our number one goal. So if you want Disney success, you want to stick with the plan that you've already created. If you haven't created an energized eating plan, join me in my challenge. The link's in the show notes. I'll help you literally in five days create your energized eating plan. It's that simple. For those of you who are practicing energized eating, Disney does not need to change that. It may make changes in your energized eating, meaning your rest might be a little different. That might lead to your weight staying the same instead of losing that week. But you can always find proteins first, veggies next, and then the rest. And the way to set yourself up for success is to plan some of that in advance. Because here's the thing, ladies, let's be honest. It's been maybe, I think my husband and I calculated it had been like 11 years since we've been to Disney and it has changed <laughs> a lot. If you want Disney trip success, I can give a lot of hints about that. But Disney has done a lot of changes. Here's one of them. Truly to meet a lot of the characters, you're either going to spend a lot of time in line buying lightning lanes or buying character meals. The meal plans are gone. It's all about buying meals and prepping. And in that prepping, you're setting yourself up already for energized eating. Win number one, don't mess with the wrong princess. Set yourself up for success with energized eating. So here's the thing I wanna share with you. Almost everywhere we went, I was amazed to notice, especially if you're dealing with like a character meal, I cannot even begin to describe to you how many protein options were served to me, how many veggies were available, and then there was always the rest. At every single one of them, we stayed at the Polynesian Resort. We started night one at the Ohana restaurant, which is pretty fancy, by the way. My mother was a little grumpy at this point. We were a little tired from our flight. We got served at the back. We were like kind of ticked. They put us at a table that was twice the size. They wouldn't let us sit at first. It was a whole thing. But when we sat down, and I kid you not, here's how it started. Bread. It's always going to be bread, ladies. Put that with the rest. Put that third. There's hint number two with energized eating. Put the rest third, remember? So they're going to serve bread first. Why? Because it's cheap and it fills you up. And you're paying a, a set price for the meal anyway. Ta-da! <laughs> they're smart. They're going to give you bread first. But just set that aside because the next thing coming is a salad. Every single place. The next thing coming is a salad option. And guess what comes right after that? Your protein. And you're going to pick one. At Ohana, there was like 30. There was shrimp, chicken, beef, all sorts of things. And then there's going to be a lot of the rest, right? So we ate at the two big character places. Yes, I know. It might seem like a bunch, but I'm going to tell you, I got one shot with a daughter who loved princesses. I missed it the last time. I was not missing it this time. <laughs> we were overbooking. We didn't know with COVID what was going to happen. And so we were prepped. And I'll tell you, at Cinderella's Royal Table, which was amazing, it started. I think they had bread there. I'm not even sure that they had bread. I don't think I even ate the bread there. But then we had a salad or soup, and then it was a protein option, and then there was dessert. That is energized eating. 
at, I'm not going to say this right, Akershus at Epcot, where we had our other character meet and greet. Guess what? This kind of potatoey bread thing to begin with, a big salad, and then meatballs, potatoes, chicken and dumplings, salmon, and then dessert. It works with energized eating ladies, especially if you get the order right. Just don't fill up in bread to begin with. Put that towards the rest and it's coming out in a very reasonable order for you. When you consider the other types of meals from energized eating, that might be where it gets a little trickier, right? We didn't plan every meal. There were times we were stopping at the little kiosk meal things along the way. And sometimes that got a little trickier to practice energized eating. There's a great little diner thing at Disney that has burgers. We did like tater tots one morning because we were hungry and we hadn't prepped. And those choices, most of that is going to fit in the rest, but you can at least get protein in first. And I would also offer to you the possibility of considering just doing two meals a day. Almost every day, that's what we did. I brought along bars. My mom brought along beef sticks. The beef sticks were gone. They were so good because we knew there was a big meal coming in the middle of the day. We scheduled with a Disney planner who actually recommended doing our big meal at lunchtime. That was genius because she said a lot of the times at the end of the day, you're kind of tired and the kids are wearing out anyway. And so if you do it at lunch, you're going to be full. And guess what? If you do it at lunch and you practice energized eating, you just need a small breakfast and a small dinner anyway, or maybe you skip breakfast and eat dinner. Instead of telling yourself, well, I haven't planned, I'm stuck here, we've got to get something. That happened to us a couple times. We also got deluged. I think that's how you pronounce it. Like we had downpours every single night we left the park in a rainstorm. And it was actually so much fun. So step number one is to set yourself up for success with energized eating. Get a good plan. Make a big lunch. Make it an energized eating lunch. Get a smaller dinner and maybe skip breakfast or do like something that you bring from home for breakfast. And you're not going to be stuck eating all of that stuff at the park very often if you do that. Because step number two, ladies, to Disney success is this. Have the fun. Have the fun. Don't mess with the wrong princess. I can't tell you how many times this happened to us. And especially with the way lightning lanes work now, it's a whole thing. <laughs> Not a huge fan. Maybe some of you love them, but my husband and I both notice how attached you are to your phone because you're scheduling lightning lanes all day long, how difficult it can be, how much more they're making people pay off the baseline tickets. So much. But it works, right? It's Disney. It's still magical. So we don't have another choice. And one of the things I learned about Disney is like, if there's no competition, there's no competition. <laughs> it's Disney or bust, right? You can tell me any other thing, but we're still going to want to do Disney at some point. And I likely all of you do, right? And some of my ladies love Disney. But here's what I noticed happened. And I want you to think about this from your brain standpoint, because it's really interesting to consider. I would watch my daughter. We would go up and we'd have to stand in line for like, sometimes it depends on if we were a lightning lane or not, but a lot of times it could be 45 minutes to an hour. And it was like excruciatingly painful by the time that was done because she's five. And then we'd get on the ride and the joy was just like beaming out of her. And we walk out and many times we'd be like, do we want to take a break? Do we want to get something to eat? Do we want to? And it would be like, no, next ride. Right? <laughs> next ride. And in those moments, we could have changed the whole focus to food. But instead, we were like, next ride. Literally, that's what is the excitement and the magical aspects. 
right? Next meet and greet. Let's go find this character. Let's go ride that ride. Let's go do that thing. It's such an amazing example of living, having a life-focused vacation. And I think oftentimes we just insert food because we tell ourselves it adds a little, but you don't need to add a little. It's enough magic. I promise. You're not going to feel deprived because you're like, I didn't get that snack at Disney. And if there's one or two that you find to be extremely important in your Disney experience, then schedule them. But my guess is you're not going to look back and be like, oh, I wish I'd stayed for that snack instead of riding that ride. Certainly the little ones with you will not. And you likely won't ever be anyway. So what we did was just go on to the next ride. Literally, we went on to the next ride instead of focusing on the food. Oh, towards the end of it, my daughter got into ice cream. But aside from that, I don't know that we really bought any snacks. And I never felt deprived because I just wasn't focused on them. I was focused on all the fun we were having. There wasn't anything that I was like, I have to have that while we're at Disney. Why? Because I was already getting protein, veggies, and the rest at my meals. I was having dessert with the meals that was included in the price. Tell yourself you're saving money. And they were delicious. And they were split automatically. They do a lot of really smart things there, believe it or not. You don't have to spend extra money. Those meals are enough, trust me. They're expensive. But in that space, if you're spending that much money on all the treats, what are you doing? So when you're in there, when you're in the moment, right, you prep with a great energized eating plan planned out on the vacation. And we had snacks in our rooms. We had cocktails with our meals. I've shared before on this podcast that I think one drink, I don't see much of a difference in my weight, but more than one I do. And we were having a couple drinks, usually an evening. And I still came home the exact same. Why? Because we didn't do a ton of extra snacking. We created pretty good energized eating and we had a lot of fun in the process. The last step that I would add in for success at Disney is use your feet. Not everyone can do that. I know, especially those of you who are really struggling with your weight, maybe some arthritis from it, but if you can do it. My dad, I mean, I can't tell you how lucky we are to have my parents. They are so healthy. They literally had COVID a week before we went. <laughs> they tested negative. They checked themselves before we left. But they literally had COVID a week before and they went gustos. Don't get me wrong. When we landed last night at 1130 at night, my mom said, I feel like we've been through a war zone. <laughs> I was like, I know, because we went that hard. But they went and two days my dad watched his steps and said, we watched seven miles today. Now, ladies, exercise doesn't lead to weight loss, but it will balance that out pretty dang good. If you're walking seven miles a day, it gives you a little leniency, especially if your goal is to maintain while you're there. Get up and get moving. Have the fun. Yes, your feet are going to be a little bit sore. Who cares? It's going to be way, way more fun. And it gives you a little bit of leniency there in your eating. Many times I have ladies come back from Disney and they're like, well, it could have been worse and could have been better. And I want to share with you that that's probably true for my vacation too. If I wanted to create true weight loss, where I think I could have made a difference was this. We had snacks in the room and I certainly ate more sweets than I'm used to. It was the Halloween time at Disney. Like they gave us bags of candy. There were extra snacks that I ate at times that I just didn't even need to. It really didn't make a difference, but I did. 
for my mother, this isn't as true for me, but for my mother, one of the things that she noticed, because she gained a little bit on the trip, was she said, your portions were better at those like kind of all you can eat meals than mine. She said, I just saw it and just went all in. And I noticed you stopped yourself. And ladies, that is energized eating, right? That is energized eating is stopping mindfully when you're full. Now, if you know the rest is partially dessert coming later, you might need to cut back a little bit. Tell yourself you can come back to it later to make room for that in your being satisfied and energized. Because here's the thing about it, no one wants to be stuffed and bloated walking around Disney World, but you also don't wanna be starving and exhausted because you're gonna grab anything from a kiosk or whatever they're called. And by the end of the trip, we were kind of giving my daughter that stuff because we were like, listen, let's keep her a little bit sugared up to keep her going. Because she was having so much fun that the weights and all the time in between were running her down. We are adults, we are not growing human beings, we don't need that. We can control it through our eating, in an energized eating standpoint. Give yourself two meals a day, maybe a third, right? If you really work on cutting back on the snacks and the alcohol consumption, you could lose weight at Disney. I think it would have been fairly simple, but I would only consider that if that's really important to you. I think for most of us, just walking away and coming home and being like, all right, it was like just a little pause and I'm right where I was when I left. And you can have a little bit more discretion there I think that's the key to Disney success, ladies. So those are the steps to a very successful Disney vacation. Practice energized eating, prep for it. Prep those meals out. Give yourself maybe some of the nicer meals. And then on the other ones, don't go for the junk. Maybe fast through it or bring some beef sticks or bring something from home because it's gonna be overpriced at the park anyway. Step two is when you pause in those moments to say, oh, we've got a long line. Should we just get a snack first? Just say no. Literally, it's not worth it. You're going to be like, no, it's just going to take us longer to get through that line. Let's go straight on. Because you've already planned to energize eat on the vacation and make it super life focused and fun. And then use your feet and walk. It will balance out a lot of those transgressions. If you want to lose, watch the snacks and watch the portions. Either way, have the most fun. Enjoy the magic. I've been thinking a lot since our vacation about how I want to make our Lively Lady Club like the adult version of the magic of Disney. And there's a quote there from Walt Disney that says, it all started with a mouse. Ladies, we deserve magic in our lives too. You can see it through your children's eyes. You can see it through the little ones around you, but you can have it too. And I think there's so much space for that. So much space to give ourselves that gift. So expect more coming soon. If you haven't joined me in our free challenge, get in it. We'll create your energized eating plan. It is the key to having a plan you can and want to stick to in real life, including Disney vacations. It works. It's simple. That's why. The link's in the show notes. Make sure to grab it. Today's the day. If you love today's episode, make sure to share it with a friend who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get the latest updates on all my new podcast episodes. Ready to reach your healthy weight goals and drop the endless diet cycle? Head on over to emilyvinzantmd.com and learn more about working with me and Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss, my virtual weight loss coaching program. The link is in my show notes.